Welcome to the Self-Content Podcast, where we share our content and our contentness with our lives, the contentness that we feel, have, and want to share more about. So without further ado, my name is Jameson, and here we have our partner in crime, James. Hope everyone is having a good day today. I'm excited about the episode today. We're going to be talking about boundaries, something that I feel everyone can relate to. And uh, I think that for the majority of us, we need a little help with. Mm. Um, So I guess the best place to start off is what are boundaries? And I actually have, it took took a few seconds to uh, actually write this out um, because there's many different types of boundaries. So the way I look at a boundary is it's an imaginary line that separates me from you. It separates my physical space, my feelings, my needs, uh, and my responsibilities from others. Um, Basically, what my boundaries do is tell other people how they can treat me, which I think is very important. Um, Basically, it's what's acceptable and what isn't. Um, They're so crucial because without boundaries, people may take advantage. um, And if you haven't set these limits... um, about how you expect to be treated, uh, they can definitely be overstepped and, and, and taken advantage of, as, as I mentioned earlier. So I think that's a good place to start. Um, what about you, Jameson? What do you think boundaries are? Wow. Well, I've definitely dealt with my fair share, as most or all of us have. Um, it's something that sometimes we don't set or don't listen to our maybe emotional or intuitive or heart-centered point of view as much. Uh, and what we can do easily is people please. We can do what we think is best for them and not consider what's best for us regarding the relationship that we might have with them, i.e. a significant other or others, uh, a work relationship uh, at work or with work, uh, a parent or guardian that you want to set a new boundary with because you've known them in the past, but now, for example, you're Maybe you're stereotypically 18 and you just moved out and now you want to have them as outside of you, not your direct, say, parent in quotations, uh, you know, treating you a certain way. So setting those boundaries is so very important, but can be so very hard to do in many situations because, hey, we want to please others sometimes a little too much. Yeah, I think we... We put ourselves aside so that others aren't uncomfortable or feel like they've been um, wronged in some way. And sometimes when we set boundaries, that can happen, Um, especially if you're new to setting boundaries um, for extended family and stuff like that. We do get in the way of how these people have always treated us when we start to set these new boundaries. people often take that on themselves. They feel um, maybe even cornered is a great way to put it. Uh, When you start to set boundaries, all of a sudden they are accountable to how they act in your life. And that can cause not the best reactions in some people. Um, But when I think about personal boundaries, there are limits and rules we set uh, for ourselves within relationships. And as, as you mentioned, Jameson, that could be family, friends, coworkers, um, even with your children, 
um, which I guess uh, branch under family, but just want to throw that out there. Um, uh, one of the things that I do to help set my boundaries in a healthy way is I acknowledge what the other person is saying. I empathize with what they've said. And then I use and to redirect and draw the line for my boundary. So acknowledging what the other person said, hey, I hear what you're saying. Empathize. I understand where you're coming from. And this is still the way it's going to be done. And that's sort of my process of what I would say healthily, uh, very non-critical, um, non-confrontational way of redirecting a behavior that crosses a boundary for me. Um, sometimes this also means repeating the word no and following up with uh, an action if the boundary keeps being pushed. So a consequence, if you will. Um, I think an important thing to remember is that even though there might be a follow-up question such as why, why are, why are you acting this way or whatnot? We are not obligated to answer. Just because someone asks a question does not mean we need to answer. 100%. You, you really did nail that. And we don't have to answer in any specific way that they might like. It's really about what your honesty is. And just going back to what you said, that, that process of acknowledging and then kind of just standing your ground and being honest with yourself and your situation, um, it's that experience and scenario is really going to tell you the type of person that they somewhat are at the time or how they respect you or to what degree do they respect you and your wants, needs and, and desires in life. And that's really key here because if they're not willing to respect your boundaries, it's going to show disrespect to, you know, what you prefer in your life with them or without them, et cetera. And, you know, and that's going to be potentially hard to accept or hard to take or even hard to navigate because talking about this for some is completely new and it's going to take time and, and practice uh, to really lean into, to, I guess, excel at. Um, so we'll talk about it more in, in this episode and in, in part two uh, on, on how to navigate that and really conversing deeply about the boundaries and what that looks like over the course of uh, a significant amount of time. Absolutely. And I, I, I love that uh, you touched on that near the end of your, your, your sentencing there where uh, it's, it, it may be new to some, it may be something that uh, people have always done. Um, one of the things that we should always be mindful of is where we show up within our boundaries. For example, um, uh, if we've been through some sort of trauma or we've had some sort of negative experience um, that we haven't gotten through or worked through or um, acknowledged and moved through, we could be setting very rigid boundaries around something that could potentially hold us back from that growth, from that, um, it could keep us to lock people out. It could keep us from building relationships and stuff like that. Um, if you've come from a place of unhealthy relationships in the past, whether that be with your family, spouse, whatever, uh, it could prevent us from cultivating healthy relationships in the future. So being mindful of why you're setting your boundaries is very important. Um, what's what's coming up for you, what you're feeling and whatnot. Um, a lack of boundaries can cause a lot of inner turmoil. 
uh, as we may be putting our needs and wants and desires to the side to please someone else in a way that harms us. And with that in mind, um, it, it, it kind of shows the, rev- the relevance of, of, of being open when, when setting boundaries. Um, but once again, we don't want to do it in a way that um, uh, it, in a way that affects our health, happiness, safety, wellness. Um, it's not our job to make someone else happy, especially if it comes at the expense of those three things, happiness, safety, and mental wellness. Mm. Very well put as those three things you mentioned are very key. And the fact that sometimes we'll put up boundaries around areas of ourselves that are really hurting, which doesn't mean that we shouldn't address the areas that are actually hurting. Maybe not with that person that we're setting the boundary with, but with a professional of some sort or somebody that you trust that you can speak to about what is hurting because we don't want that to linger and manifest into our lives in in, in a maladaptive way. Um, it, we are to address the issue at its source as essentially as early as possible uh, to really work out what it is that's going on there that is hurting, that is having us show up like we are or in the ways that uh, aren't beneficial to us or the relationships that we have, uh, you know, around us uh, and or with ourselves. That's another key thing is, you know, radically accepting that, you know, this is a boundary I set not to touch, but I, it's important to address um, at some point. Uh, and that's the key. They're just leaning into that, uh, that side that's, potentially hurting slightly that we may or may not want to, you know, frankly accept. Uh, and that's key there is, is leaning into accepting uh, and, and getting help. So uh, I think that's really, really key to just point out there um, for the sake of breaking the stigma around mental health uh, and for us and many that struggle um, at all through life. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's their, it's, it's definitely a journey. It's not a one and done here. It's a marathon, not a sprint when it comes to mental health and, and, and generally dealing with most of the stuff we talk about in these podcasts. It's, uh, it's, it's more than just a 20 minute conversation. It's definitely one piece of a hundred piece puzzle. So, um, one of the things that I can't stress enough when it comes to boundaries no is a complete sentence full stop period no that is acceptable um often we will try to set these boundaries as i was saying and someone will come up with a question and uh try to figure out your reasoning behind it um we do not owe anyone an explanation setting a boundary needs to be uh, especially if it's being pushed back on, which oftentimes they are, um, needs to be fairly rigid at at the beginning. If you do not follow through with the rigidity of setting a boundary, they will be walked on, crossed over, um, and and it will be all for naught. Um, so healthy boundaries are 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 key to this. And a great example of a healthy boundary is as counselors, because that's something 
maybe we have some idea about over here at uh, the, the, the self-content. Um, as counselors, we do not connect with clients individually through social media. We could share Insta posts um, of hints and tips and words of encouragement on a counseling-based feed, but we withhold our personal lives as we don't want to blend the two things together. So that is a great example of a healthy relationship um, between a counselor and a client. Yeah, 100%. Do you have, uh, do you have any examples? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, I have one example that comes to mind um, for me, and that is, frankly, my fiance and I have a you know a fantastic relationship, but I want to talk about a boundary that we respect, and that is she respects the side of myself that is extremely spiritual and that is connected to what I see as kind of the divine source of, of life. And sometimes it can become very overwhelming for me um, to talk about for long periods of time or be, you know, in, in the state of mind for, for a while. Um, and I just want a human. I just want to forget about what is hereafter. And I want to just focus on the, on the very moment on a human level versus like a, a connected to spirit level. And they're kind of the same thing, but they're kind of not. So something that she respects uh, me for is not addressing um, the spiritual side of things all the time. And allowing me to navigate my own inner world without poking at it or complaining about it or uh, addressing it in a significant manner. Because sometimes it's a sensitive area for me because I have felt something in the room really shift. She can sometimes tell that, but she respects um, my, my openness and my willingness to communicate it or not. And, and really what I see is best for me at the time not maybe what is best for her and, and, and her agenda. Uh, so that's an area of me on my side of my, my personal relationship that uh, is really much a boundary for me uh, that she respects, understands, sees, and knows why uh, I, I do what, uh, what I do and I, I hold what I have um, for, for that sake. So uh, that's, that's one of, of many um, for you. <laughs> that is brilliant and i love that you touched a lot on something that we have tried to jam down people's throats in this podcast to basically slap them over the head with this word which is communication mm. without healthy communication without handling things on the front end you end up with a lot of issues on the back end um it sounds like with you guys having having been in a relationship for quite quite a while and being married shortly too, congratulations! Oh, thank you. Uh, yeah, um, that you've had conversations about these things, that you've set those boundaries, um, that you've discussed them, and you both have had a chance to give give input, and and through that communication and setting these boundaries, you've learned the habit of. The healthiness of how to handle the situation mm -hmm. yeah and that's great um one of the other examples that i always thought about was um 
and it's not personal. It's just, you know, thinking about this subject um, as setting boundaries in a relationship. The more you communicate with your partner, the healthier it will be. Um, mm-hmm. For example, I may find it upsetting if my spouse is out every night drinking with coworkers. The thing with this boundary is without communication, my spouse, who may be used to living a life full of evening adventures, would never know unless I brought it up. Right. So often we end up setting boundaries by not setting boundaries, right? Yep. Um, you teach people how to treat you. Mm. And if you don't talk about these things that upset you, it causes turmoil. Mm-hmm. It, it, it brings things up. It causes um, an inability to move forward in a healthy manner. And it can cause toxic relationships and stuff. Um, some things are big. Some things are small, man. It could be, hey, I need you to remember that the toilet paper goes over instead of under. <laughs> I Like something so small and insignificant but can turn into something so much more if not discussed. Right. Yep. And that's, that may be a very trivial example. Um, yep. Another good example would be uh, a coworker that may have feelings for you. Um, maybe you're an acquaintance um, more than friends. So they don't know much about your life, but you're in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, setting that boundary. It could mean mentioning that you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a spouse. Mm-hmm. Um, yep in passing or it could come down to the point where it's like hey i'm not interested yep and that's all it needs to be right you don't need to explain why you don't need to dive into Mm -hmm. more information you're welcome to i'm not saying Mm -hmm. not to yeah but that conversation once cease and desist (laughs) yeah that's enough right um And so with that, uh, I'd like to say that I am James and that we will continue on in the next podcast with um, how to set some healthy boundaries in part two. Wicked mans. My name is Jameson and you've been listening to the self content podcasts where we share our content and the contentness that we have about our lives. And As always, and most importantly, if you're struggling in any way, please reach out to somebody that you trust, that you can speak to, and hopefully find more life worth living through on your own. That does it. Thanks for listening, and catch episode two 